Welcome to the Winback Marketing Podcast. There's gold buried in your lost customers. And in this podcast, you'll learn how sales and marketing leaders mine that gold using Winback Marketing. In this episode, I'm talking with Colin Mitchell, the head of sales for Humantic. As a side note, at the time of our chat, he was our chief evangelist. In our talk, Colin shared some amazing insights around how we can use buyer personality traits to support our sales process, win-loss analysis, and even win back. This is a rich episode, and I know you'll love it. Welcome to the show, Colin. Great to have you here. Yeah, Dan, thanks so much for having me. You did such an awesome job on my show, so I'll do my best to return the favor. <laughs> so uh, before, we, uh, before we get started, can you tell me a little bit about, about yourself and what you're doing right now? Yeah, so I'll give you the the quick story. I got my my first sales job, you know, 12 years ago. I worked my way up to the top there pretty quickly and then shortly after that was VP took a VP of sales role and then since then have started four companies with three exits and then more recently uh, joined the team over at Humantic AI and over there I'm their chief evangelist. So a lot of times people are like, what the heck's a chief evangelist? And the best way I think for folks to understand is like, I'm a sales dude, but I don't have a quota. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to do for Humantic what the guy Kawasaki did for Apple. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, there you go. that's my new answer. <laughs> <laughs> this work you're doing at Humantic is just fascinating, you know, why we do what we do, human behavior. And, and I know that it's much richer than I can see from the surface. So I'm really interested in kind of learning, you know, how do you leverage personality insights into understanding who's going to buy, who's, who do you go after, or how do you approach a win-loss analysis? How do you do a win-back? Like, how do you, how do you use that information? How do you use that data? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, and it's, it's, the thing that you know, I think often you know, sales and marketing teams forget is we're dealing with people, right. right? At the end of the day, we are dealing with people, and not all people tick the same way, right? And so, you know, there's a there's a lot of different ways you can use personality insights to better understand the people you know in, that you're in in your sales process or in your win back campaign specifically, but it, it's at the start of it, like it's a data point, right? So if you go sort of macro level at, at a company level, you might see things like if we ran, if we enriched this data through a win-loss analysis, you might see some trends where you're most likely to win with specific personality types. And it's not always so vast, but we've seen scenarios where you know, it could be anywhere from three to 400% that you're most likely to win if somebody has a specific variation of personality, which is huge. That's, that's amazing. My God, no wonder, no wonder you're so excited about it. Yeah. And it's not always like that's, you know, it's not always that vast. Okay. Right. But sometimes it is. And when it is, it's like, okay, well, what do we do with that information? Well, you know, you can lead score based on that, leads coming in. You can, if you if outbound, you know, is part of your sales strategy, why would you outbound to anybody else that mm -hmm. doesn't have that variation of personality? It makes no sense. Because, you know, the win, the win ratio is so much higher. Now, if you look at it from more of like a win sort of lens, well, maybe you can analyze your churn, right? Who are we losing? You know, mm -hmm. who are we losing? And is there any patterns there with personality? Is there certain types of people 
that we are losing more often than, than others. And if that is the case, well, then maybe you know that that is, you know, maybe, maybe you're not going to win those people back. Maybe there's a lower chance of winning them back, right? Or if you look at your last win back campaign, of everybody that you reached out to to try to win back and you see the ones that you did win back, maybe there's some trends there. Maybe those are certain types, right? So th this is another data point that you can use in, in a lot of different ways. So could you combine a win-loss analysis with that data and then apply it to the win back? So you do your win-loss, right? You find mm -hmm. that on average, whatever, 60% of the people left because of this reason. And then you take that 60% because that's something you can address, right? They left yeah. because you did X wrong or your, your competitors are doing X better. So you fix that. Then you go out and you see out of those 60%, these are the 20% who are most likely to come back based on your work. It sounds like you can really, really leverage it. I mean, if you just even go down one more layer. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head there. And then, you know, how even how you approach these people in your win back is different, Right. So if, if they're a, a D type, you know, personality, it's not that relationships don't matter to these people, but they're not the most important thing. They don't make business decisions based on solely on relationships. And so, you know, your messaging, whether you're communicating them phone over a zoom and an email or whatever, you can tailor your messaging to these people based on what you know matters most to them. And, and then there's, you know, there's the whole thing of things to avoid, right? So, so with, you know, with a D type personality, you know, small talk is, is unnecessary pleasantries mm -hmm. and stuff like that. A lot of, you know, organizations are taught that like small talk and building rapport, you know, matters in every situation. And it's highly dependent on who's the, on the other side of the table. It's not a one size fits all. So, you know, if, if they're, you know, a more of an ROI driven person, then you know that focusing on that is going to be the most important thing to increase your likelihood of winning them back. That's really interesting. I would imagine that there's certain personality types that would be your, your base prospect, like two or three personality types. In a lot of cases, they're more diverse than you would think, but you do see like some patterns, like, you know, for example, you know, my target audience for what we do at Humantic is, is sales leaders. Mm -hmm. And so we see a lot of high D dominant type of personalities and but now, but there's variations, right? So we're, we're looking at their disc personality. We look at their ocean personality. So that's like, there's 36 different variations. So maybe in, you know, your specific ideal customer profile, maybe it's, it's, it's likely that, you know, people are a high D or high I or whatever the case is, but there's still going to be many variations. And so that sort of changes things a bit. And so knowing, you know, what they're, you know, like, so I gave the example of a D where, you know, relationships aren't as, as important to, to them when making business decisions, but with I type people, it, it is, it's actually the most important thing. Mm -hmm. So focusing on the relationship and that sort of thing in your messaging and in your conversations, when trying to win them back is going to be a winning strategy over, you know, maybe focusing on ROI. And, and the challenge is, is, is that sellers or even marketers rather are, are going to always show up the way that they would if they were on the other side of the table. That's the bias because mm -hmm. they're, you know, communicating in a way that would make most sense to them. 
if they, you know, bind. So that's their default, right? So knowing this information about these people and being able to adapt it based on what you know about them is really important. So how many different inputs do you have? You know, you mentioned, you mentioned disk. Like I, I was thinking, are things like Colby and Strengths Finders, are those incorporated in or? So that's that, yeah, they have their own sort of model, right? But I mean, this stuff is, there's a lot of similarities around, mm -hmm. around a lot of these different, uh, you know, personality tests and things like that. The challenge with some of these, like you got and take a test type of thing to identify mm -hmm. your personality. I know a lot of people, have, you know, do that. I've done it myself is, is, you know, sometimes you're answering the questions, right? So right. sometimes you give the answer and then some of them can feel a little redundant. And then sometimes people will give the answer they think they should. And so with the way we approach it is like, we're scanning their entire digital footprint. So we're getting a really accurate assessment of, of who they are. And so that's one of the advantages of using something like that to be able to identify personality, to then adopt and uh, adapt and change you know, how you might approach them in a sales motion or in a win back campaign. So you actually look at how they act in the real world, not how they yeah. think they act or how they would answer a quiz or something like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. There's questions I'm, I'm not asking because I just don't know the territory that well. What should I be asking you? Like, Yeah, I think the, 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 the thing that people often are kind of thinking about, about this stuff is like, how do I get started? Right? Because mm -hmm. it can feel a, lit, a bit overwhelming. How am I going to deeply understand every variation of personality type out there and how to approach them in a way that's going to, you know, be their preference and, and really move the needle with, with where we're trying to go, whether it's a sales motion or win back. And I, I, I like to tell folks like the first place to really start is understanding yourself, understanding your own personality, because then that gives you a really good sense uh, of this stuff and how it works and and how accurate it is. It's almost a little bit creepy, to be honest. You know, a lot of times people run, I mean, I know, remember the first time I ran my own profile, it's like, how the heck do they know all those things? You know? Wow. And, and so that's always a really good place to start is just to have that level of awareness about yourself. And then the next way to really sort of take a bite out of understanding this stuff and then being able to actually put it into application in your sales motion or win back campaign is knowing the things to avoid, right? Because those are the big ones. Mm -hmm. So, you know, knowing, you know, which traps to avoid, which, you know, sales landmines, you know, with, with certain types of people, you know, being transactional is, is a quick way to, to lose them, right? Or like I mentioned, you know, small talk and pleasantries and things like that, trying to warm them up is not going to be good with, with like a D type. And then if we go to more of like an S type, which are like slower paced people, you know, trying to rush them, trying to create urgency, things like that is something you really want to avoid. And then like a C type, they're very proper, very buttoned up people. So like being vague is is never a good idea. So like staying away from using certain words and being very detailed in how you explain things or in your messaging is what's going to is is going to move the needle needle most with them. But the thing is, is most people don't know this stuff about these people. And and one of the examples that I love giving because it's kind of funny and and some people can can laugh about it is is bullet points. People use bullet points in their messaging all the time. You know whether it's cold outreach, win back campaign, follow up email, whatever. And works fine for some people who like to receive and process information that way. But there's a good chunk of people that don't. They hate bullet points. It drives them nuts. 
And for the person that likes bullet points, they're like, why? I don't get it. But the thing is, is if you send the bullet points over to a person who just doesn't process information well that way, that email sits in their inbox for a week, two weeks, you know? And so if it's in a sales motion, it's enough to stall a deal, kill a deal. If it's in a win back campaign, it decreases your likelihood of winning them back because they probably scanned your email and never really read through everything anyway. If you knew the type of personalities you're going after, would you hire salespeople with a certain type of personality? Yeah, so there's the whole like compatibility yep. like mm -hmm. way of, of approaching it. And in some businesses, I feel like that makes a lot of sense, right? Where it's like, hey, these are our ICP. These are the people we're most likely to win with. So we need to hire people that are compatible. The, but in like, say in a more transactional type of business environment, that makes more sense. But where that becomes more of a challenge in, in an enablement of sellers and being able to adapt and adopt and be flexible of selling different ways to different people becomes more relevant is as you sort of go up market where you're, you know, bigger deal sizes, more people involved, right? Because then compatibility sort of goes out the window when you have like, you know, say five, six, or even up to like 15 people involved in a, in a buying committee. Mm. Right. And, and so then it's like, you can't say, Hey, sorry, Mr. Champion, but you know, I'm only compatible with like DS. <laughs> so can you like only have those people involved in the conversation? So, so that's where it becomes a little bit more challenging than, and, and then enablement of your sellers becomes more important. So when you told me about this, I got really excited really fast. Now, obviously you've just thrown all your chips into this. What got you so excited that you'd become the chief evangelist? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing is the first time I used it, I was a customer first. I couldn't stop telling everybody about it. Oh, like, okay. This is awesome. Right. And then I went to, I went to a conference with the Humantic team and just the feedback, the feedback about what these guys were building and how they're trying to, you know, help sellers be more authentic and personalize the entire sales process and, you know, stop persona-based selling and start selling to the person got me really excited. And, and the thing is, is like your elite sellers, your elite sellers out there, you know, some of them spend a little bit of time understanding human behavior and psychology and things like that and personality. But even then, you know, they're not studying it on a regular basis to really, you know, put it into practice all the time because you have your own bias, you have your own way of doing things, and you're going to always default back to that. So it's super powerful when I started to see some of this stuff like go to work where, you know, you get a person on a Zoom call and you'd know they're, you know, Prior to having a meeting with these people, you'd get sort of a brief of like, hey, here's who you're meeting with. Here's their you know, personality type. Here's the things to avoid. Here's how you can win with them. And going into those meetings with that information was just a total game changer because then you know certain things that you need to avoid or if you need to turn on the small talk and rapport and pleasantries right. or if you need to turn it off, right? And seeing certain people where you're like, man, I probably wouldn't have gone that route, but I did. And like just seeing them light up and, and the conversation go super well. So seeing those things go into, um, you know, practice was, was where I got really excited about this. And then since I've joined them, like we get stuff all the time where, you know, people are sending us emails and saying, you know, Hey, I only closed this deal because of the insights that I knew. And, and sometimes that's just like, Hey, you know, this is a slower paced person, give them some space, let them come to a decision you know, and, and so knowing those things where, you know, some sellers would be like, you know, trying to push discounts or trying to create, you know, false urgency and doing those sort of things that's just going to total backfire. Wow. 
Yeah, I can see that. You've really been around the block. And for you to get super excited really says something. Yeah, I mean, there's no, uh, there's one other company doing this and they're not even, I mean, obviously I'm biased a little bit, but they've been around longer. Um, but the product hasn't changed in over four years. It's not as accurate and granular and there isn't as many like cool new things coming out. because like one of the things that we have in beta right now, which is I'm super excited about is, is one click email personalization. So you're a seller, you're running a win back campaign, whatever it is, you write your email the way you would trying to get your points across and you click a button and then it'll rewrite it for you based on that person's personality that's receiving that email. So this is for any type of communication then. This isn't just for email. This isn't just for phone calls. Yeah, it's for everything. I mean, it's you're tailoring your messaging to focus on the things that are most important to your buyer. So basically it's enabling you to sell throughout the entire sales process the way your buyer wants to buy. And you're personalizing the entire sales process. Are you going to focus on relationships? Are you going to focus on ROI? Like all of these things and knowing what to avoid, how to negotiate, how to win with these people based on the person's personality and not just based on, you know, persona, which is, you know, not nothing wrong with having persona based selling or knowing that stuff about your persona. It's important, but it's just not a layer deep enough. So is there anything else big that we need to talk about when it comes to this? I mean, I think that the, the big thing is, is, for people to start to think about this. Like, hey, if we could understand which personality types we're most likely to win with, mm-hmm. if we could understand which personality types we're most likely to win back based on past win back campaigns, what do we do with that information? You know, do we fully focus our efforts on, on those people specifically? Do we have reps work the win back campaign that have better compatibility? Maybe it was a compatibility issue. Maybe that's why we lost the customer in the first place. Mm-hmm. The rep or the CS or whoever was maintaining the relationship, maybe there wasn't a good fit there. So there's some things that people can start to think about, you know, because everybody knows, and I know that, you know, you'll appreciate this, right? It's it's harder to, it's more expensive to go get new customers than keep current ones or right. or or even, you know, to to win ones back. So where would I go to start? Yeah, yeah, you can go, anybody can go to humantic.ai. They can download a free trial, no credit card required. You can run a bunch of profiles. You know, I say run your first profile, run your profile, run some of your colleagues' profiles, some people you're trying to prospect into, some possible winbacks you're working on, or even stuck deals. I think stuck deals is a really good place for a lot of people to start too, because they might uncover some insights about that person that can really help with moving the deal forward. And just so everybody knows, I've got nothing to do with Humantic. I'm generally fascinated with this. (laughs) The interview was supposed to be about ICPs, about how to do strong outbound. These are things that Colin knows really, really well because he's founded four companies now, right? Yeah. And three exits. So that's where we were going to go. This came up. This is super exciting. And that's why we're talking about this. So is there anything you'd like to leave us with, Colin? No, that's, I mean, this was a great conversation. I appreciate you having me on and, and, and talking about this from a bit of a win back lens. I, I think that there's a lot of value for folks to to take a look at it. And it just generally, I mean, humantic or no humantic, like it's just 
something to think about. Can I show up differently in a way that's going to be more, you know, conducive to, to the way that your buyers want to buy or lost customers to get them to win, you know, come back. So if people would like to get in contact with you or learn more about what you do, where would they go? LinkedIn's the best place. LinkedIn, very active there. Any questions about this type of stuff, happy to help anybody who's like, where do I get started? You know, tell me more, any of that sort of stuff. I'm available to answer any questions people might have from, from the stuff that we talked about today. Fantastic. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Colin. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan.